On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are talking about the greatest rivalry in college basketball in the state of Kentucky, the University of Louisville Cardinals and the Kentucky Wildcats. Tate, we we touched on this last show. Uh, Chris Mack and John Calipari have escalated the rivalry. There's a lot of drama. Uh, Chris Mack has taken it to a level that we have not seen in a long time by basically cutting a WWE promo about this situation brewing in the Commonwealth. Yeah, in his office, he took a video. Chris Mack, Mack is back. This is the time to talk your smack, and we all saw it live. Dickie V was responding to it. We got the rivalry is back, and it's not the greatest rivalry because that mm-hmm. would be the GOAT conversation. This is the best rivalry. This is the <laughs> boat conversation, and it's a different conversation, folks, so leave it alone. Here's, I'm excited here's to talk about the boat. The, the, the better – what's the best argument – of all time is it jordan versus lebron or is it mm-hmm. unc duke versus kentucky <laughs> um we're gonna you talk about even that get through the sentence before yeah, I know. <laughs> uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about though that though break break down the video because it is uh yeah wh- where does it fall in the steve <laughs> forbes ranking is what we got to figure out uh <laughs> up there also some college basketball notes uh baylor gonzaga is on it's happening in indianapolis mm. in december um people are hyping this up as possibly a one versus two game I'm very excited about it. There was there were the, the the two coaches, uh, Mark Few and, and and Scott Drew. I just realized their their names. Their names are him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were saying that they were going to still make this happen, but you know, a lot of people said a lot of things in these last few months, mm-hmm. and uh, there mm-hmm. was speculation that maybe it wouldn't, and it's going to happen apparently. So that's exciting. We're going to talk about that. And some of the some of the other uh, just just a college basketball update because this stuff's fluid and. Uh, as as Goodman likes to say, it's all been a shit show trying to schedule it all. So we're going to give everyone an update of where we stand. Also, the NBA Finals state are supposed to start this week. Um, mm. I don't know. <laughs> What's the update when? there? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening there? What's going on? Uh, do, do they start? Have they started already? Is I a- thought it was heat and six. What is going on? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> My God. Uh, we'll do a quick finals update, but I don't really think there's much to talk about. I think it's uh, it's over. Just uh, mm. put a stamp on it, give LeBron mm. the trophy, and let's go home. Uh, also, Five Star Friday. We, you guys left five-star reviews. Uh, we're going we're gonna to pour through those and, and uh, answer whatever questions and, and read whatever comments and whatever the hell else is going on in there. Uh, we got we got a packed show, Tate. We're going to get to all of it. But first. Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right. It is officially the 1st of October. I hope everybody has uh, paid their rent and all that sort of stuff. Um, mm. October is here, Tate. It's hard to, it's hard to believe. I, I, the calendar calendars, how do they work? It's, it's very baffling. Just trying to make sense of the, uh, the time. As yeah. yeah time, <laughs> time just keeps passing and it just keeps marching on. And here we are. Uh, we started this in March and we are in October mm-hmm. and we somehow have gotten close to the fall weather. We have baseball going on, which is, you know, Mr. October season, Reggie Jackson season. If you're a Yankees fan, uh, mm-hmm. it is also somehow basketball season uh, at the same time. This used to be the time when we would get NBA preseason game. But now we have the NBA Finals, so that's all happening. And uh, I don't know. October this is the strangest yeah, it's, October it's of my It's exacerbated life. living in Los Angeles by the weather that never turns, and it's always like kind of 105, sunny. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah it's always hot. <laughs> like, I, I have no track of time. The only thing I can that's that's giving me a sense of normalcy is the Minnesota Twins are losing playoff games. And I'm like, ah, there it is. It must be October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good to be back. Speaking of being back, the return of the Mac. Uh, this phrase has, first of all, the Google commercial has has brought back Mark Morrison's. Uh, it's it's like the official anthem of like guys in their twenties that get dumped 
<laughs> yeah. That's right. Like, yeah, everybody loves Return of the Mac. Uh, but then it's a phrase that North Carolina football has adopted. Uh, of course, Mac Brown. Mac football adopted when uh, the, the conference, the Mid-American Conference, decided they were coming back. That was the Return of the Mac. Mm-hmm. Now we have a new version of the Return of the Mac. It is Chris Mack throwing haymakers at John Calipari, cutting this WWE promo, as you said, in his office. A weird angle. Um, we have to break this down because this is – I guess the big question becomes: Where does this rank on a scale of one to Steve Forbes on the on the insane ACC coaches <laughs> losing their minds during the pandemic power rankings? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where does this fall, Tate? It's at the top of the list, and I think it may have surpassed Steve Forbes because Steve Forbes was one action, right? It was one slam. It was one That's mass true. to the ground. Yeah. This was two minutes and nine seconds of pure gold, and it was a pent up response to what we talked about in the last you know the last program we had which was Calipari he beat the new cycle he got ahead of this he said Mm -hmm. they don't want to play us they're two and eleven this decade they are scared to play the cats and Chris Mack just like the rest of us he's human he's online he's seeing these responses he's seeing these remarks from these bluegrass people that are so obsessed with being a blue blood and talking shit to Louisville and he says you know what I'm going to fight fire with a flamethrower <laughs> and I'm just going to go straight at coach Cal's neck and air all the grievances that uh-huh. we have going on right now. Talk about specific dates, talk about how we have tried to appease this whole situation. Basically mm-hmm. just say, lay it all on the table and say your move, coach Cal Dickie V loved it. We loved it. And coach Cal responds, you know, pretty harmlessly, but let's talk about Chris Mack first before we get, let's talk it. about Chris Mack. I love the move. It is, uh, Honestly, the only thing keeping me from uh, siding with Chris Mack full speed ahead – actually, there's two things. One, he Louisville has to win. Like, the, yes. the, if, if you're the school that always loses in this rivalry, you, you have no leg to stand on. Uh, even though everything Chris Mack did here was beautiful, it, he was correct. I love that he was so candid with, like, here's what's going on. This is ridiculous. Mm. Here's why it's ridiculous. Here's my case. I'm not going to say this to John Calipari on the phone. I'm going to make a public video that's going to be seen two million times or whatever it is. Um, I'm going to put this out there, and, and that's that's amazing. That's great for college basketball. But Louisville always loses. So no matter no matter what, no matter how right you are, it's always going to look like you're scared to play Kentucky because you always lose to Kentucky. And I know Chris Mack hasn't been at Louisville a long time. He's not responsible for all the other losses. But at the same time, like that's that's kind of a non-starter just right there. It's like already immediately you always lose, so it's kind of hard to win this thing. Secondly, the reason Chris Mack loses is we invited him to come on this program to address this firsthand, to, to come on a neutral, neutral ground where mm. you and I have – we're, we are we are very neutral parties to the Kentucky Louisville rivalry. We just wanted to hear his case. We invited him. Come on the program, Chris. He declined our invitation formally. Formally, yeah. Hard not to take that personally. What is he scared of? Is what you have to ask yourself. That's where I stand on it all. But I do I do say that like Chris Mack's case that he's making makes a lot of sense. That uh, I, and, I, and I do think like in a in a vacuum. I almost said in a bubble just because I'm used to using that phrase. In a vacuum, which is different from a bubble. Yep. Different from a pod. Mm. In a vacuum, I think. Uh, I, I side with Chris Mack and and how to resolve this scheduling issue, which is to say that like all things being equal, it is kind of bullshit that Louisville has to basically throw away one of their home games against Kentucky by playing it with no fans, and it could so easily be solved by just playing on neutral sites. Especially, Coach Cal is famous for loving neutral sites. That's all he ever wants. That's why the Indiana Kentucky rivalry is not going on. Indiana wants to play it on campus. 
Cal says, let's play it on neutral sites. Mm-hmm. Now Chris Mack's like, let's play on neutral sites. And Cal's like, I'm a campus guy. Let's just guy. not play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a campus guy. Everyone knows that. But it's just the, the, the one thing you can't get over is that Louisville always loses this game. So it's like hard to – if I'm a Kentucky fan, I, I don't feel like – I don't know. That, that's, that's where I stand on this. If, if, the, if the roles were reversed, if this was Cal making this promo – like Chris Mack would have to quit his job. Like if if, yeah. if if it's the guy that always wins the rivalry that comes out and is has this flamethrower, the other guy has to quit his job. He has to walk away. He has to resign in shame because it's mm-hmm. a, but it's not. So it's I don't know. And, and that's what I think is the best part about this whole situation was Chris Mack was allowed to poke the bear because he knew yeah. that he is so basically behind the eight ball in this situation, especially in the state of Kentucky. I mean, in the eighties. When the doctors of dunk are happening, Kentucky still wouldn't play Louisville because they were like, why would we even entertain that? We are right. a Kentucky basketball state. Like, that is a separate entity. That is Louisville. Like, Cincinnati is in Ohio. We talked about that. And then, right. I mean, just for Chris Mack to bring up Mark Stoops and bring up the fact that the football program had already appeased this same request, like, that to me was the real shot at Cal, which is to say, a coach that's on the same echelon as you at your own program already did this mm-hmm. for us. And look at you showing an ass of yourself. And I think. For any for, for the fact that Mac was able to do that publicly, that says a lot about you know yeah. his uh, bravado in the rivalry. And there is a showmanship here too. Like if Cal were to go at him and say, "Man, that was really wild for you to air this out," he's like, "Hey, baby, it's good for the rivalry." Is, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like that that he it's, has the perfect cop out there. Which is, in all seriousness, it is great for the rivalry. It is. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think these guys necessarily hate each other, but this is uh, Cal and Patino were. Too friendly. Too friendly. Way too friendly. It was like they were both on the same side. It's kind of like when you see like politicians, you're like, they're best friends? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's too much like – they. I I need Kentucky-Louisville, the the post-game handshake line. If one of the coaches is putting – as they're shaking, the coaches Mm. are putting their other hand on each other's – their left hand on each other's shoulders and looking each other in the eye and it looks like they're about to kiss, which happens so many times with like these esteemed – higher up like it happens with Roy and Kay still and of like, course yeah. you know like it, it gets too much it's too much we need the blow by we need the, the Tom Crean blow by which is what Tom Crean did in the Big Ten all the time when he get his ass kicked he just do the blow by he just shake mm. and keep walking and it, that's great for college basketball that's great for rivalries I do love this um I want to talk about the video itself so one I think this was taken on one this was one take right? this is one take for I sure. think we need to point that out that this was a one take shot the way we know this is because when Chris Mack punches his table like he's Dwight Schrute giving the speech and just doesn't know what to do so he just keeps mm-hmm. what do you say he said whatever is most convenient for Cal and then just mm-hmm. gives it a nice mm-hmm. punch and his camera or his I assume it was his phone just falls <laughs> like the angle changes <laughs> it was so good and uh and the fact that he wasn't like, maybe I should reshoot that or whatever, made it feel so much more authentic. Um, so that stood out to me. Number two, can somebody, can we, can we help out Chris Mack with his office decor? Uh, it looked like this guy was shooting this in like a, a three-star hotel. Like just the weird, it looked like he just had like random stock pictures of like kids running through fields of flowers, like hanging up behind him. Mm-hmm. It was very bizarre. It was, al- it was almost like he didn't want Cal to know where he was reporting from. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It was like a, a remote location, and he was like, yeah, you'll never find where I am, coach. This is this is where I'm giving the hot button. I will say, like, I want to know what got him to the point to press record, right? That, that to me, is the fascinating part. Like, what was the leading up to? Like, who was coming yeah, in yeah. dropping? Like, and Cal said this, and this is coming out, and they're saying this on the Big Blue Nation boards. Like, what was the thing that said him yeah, over the edge? Yeah, because yeah. That, that to me is fascinating. What was the thing where he's like, what was I, have the, to, that, I have to air this out to the world. People you know what, Tate? 
if he was on the show, we could ask him that, but he cowardly will not appear on this program. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that's just a shameful, a shameful mm. way to handle this coach. I, I think the next move is that we reach out to coach cow and we <laughs> let him break down what actually happened. Chris Mack did not want to come on the program. Would you <laughs> like to Cal? And he's like, also no. All right, cool. All right. So, you know. All right. Thanks coach. Uh, I, I will say also like the, the fact that like the winning, like the fact that we're playing on December 26, the fact that the player, you know, we talk about player safety is the big joke of the whole year. Yeah. Everything's about player safety. Like these poor kids, man, they, they were like, <laughs> I can go home for Christmas. I can enjoy myself. And then like this video leads to, all right, December 26. It is. Day it after is, Christmas, you're it done. It is South Park Little League, the adults fighting. <laughs> Another stands. It's and the bat Chris, dad. Chris Mack is Randy Marsh, and Coach Cal is the bat dad, and they're fighting. And they're like, "You Come guys on, have brother. to fight because we have to duel. We have to to, to settle yeah. this beef." Yeah. Uh, great point, though. What was Chris Mack doing right before he shot the video? That is a great thought exercise. Was he was he just on his on his elliptical, just listening to like lose yourself? <laughs> yeah, definitely Eminem or Fort Myers. It's definitely Fort one or the Minor. other. Yeah, and he's Your sweating choice. and he's throwing punches and then he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Set the phone <laughs> down. I'm gonna do it." Or was he having a great day? And then like the the SID walks in, they're like, "Coach, remember that video you're scheduled for today?" And he's like, "Is that today?" Mm. God damn it! Let me get mad. And he just starts punching his face. And he's like, "Here mm -hmm. we go. All right, here we go. Here we go." and then he psychs himself up and just goes uh really really good question but yeah i think i think in a vacuum my official stance is i side with chris mack i think in all seriousness uh they should play this on a neutral side i think john calipari needs to respect force majeure we are a force majeure mm. podcast mm. and it, it it really just seems stupid and and it, and if you're if you're doing the thing i'm gonna play the card uh all the coaches love to play the uh, safety card i'm gonna play the what's best for college basketball card yep and what is best for college basketball is that this is played on a neutral site? It just for this year. It's best that we get next year. Like you, you don't Louisville doesn't forfeit a home game because what's best for college basketball is rivalry games are played in front of fans. And if you're playing in the home arena, there should be a full arena there. Since that can't happen, we have to concede some things, and we should play it on a neutral site. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And, and I, I, say, I genuinely believe that. And, and, uh, and, and yeah. I say we make it a tournament. And I say we go to Western Kentucky and we go to mm -hmm. Rick Stansberry and we say, Coach, you're not going to be in the Charleston Classic this year. It gets mm -hmm. canceled. Let's open the gym up. Let's roll these five stars out. Let's roll the balls mm -hmm. out. And let's just play the game. And let's see who really is, you know, the king of Kentucky, right? Let, let's get all mm – -hmm. I mean, there, there's four teams in Kentucky that can all make this happen. You know, Murray State goes in there, Murray Western State. Kentucky, Louisville, and Kentucky. There's your big four. Roll the balls out. We'll see Northern who the Kentucky is. is Eastern <laughs> Northern Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky just play like the JV game on the side. Yeah, yeah. They play in to play into the series. We'll <laughs> see what happens. That game's actually in Dayton, unfortunately. <laughs> you have to go to Ohio to play that game and then come back. Uh, yeah, I, I think the idea of a neutral court is fine and dandy. Yeah. I think the best part about all this is that if Calipari blows out Louisville in the KFC Yum Center, He's going to act out. He's going oh, he to make. Is. He's going to make a show of the press conference because you showed him up. The fact that he just said "see you on December 26th, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he has something else planned. I know a lot of people. The fanfare. Jeff Goodman said something. You know, Dick Vitale's like, "I needed more from you, coach." He's got a plan, and the plan is to beat their ass. In yeah, to beat their ass because and then as, talk shit after the game. As great as all this chirping is, all that ultimately matters is who wins the game, and Kentucky yep. always wins the game, and Cal knows that, which is why he's just like. See you on the 26th. Yeah, see you there. All I got to say. <laughs> yeah. And we'll kick your ass. Uh, some other college basketball notes. So, Baylor-Gonzaga, we got word today. Uh, word came down from up top. 
Mm. I don't really know what that means, but uh, <laughs> what is up top? Rostein? Does that, mm-hmm. does yeah. that mean up top? <laughs> uh, word comes down from up top that Baylor Gonzaga is going to happen. It's officially happening. Lock it in. They're playing at Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis on mm. December 5th, Tate. There will be no fans in attendance. The question is, will we be in attendance? We'll be in Asheville. We know that much. The week uh, this before, will be a, yeah. a couple yeah. days, at, a couple few days after the weekend after Asheville, the the Mauiville Invitational, mm-hmm. whatever we're calling it. Mm-hmm. I got to go to this game. This is going to be a one-two <laughs> game. It's happening in Indy. Uh, what is the point of of my entire life, like growing up in Indianapolis, and my dad, like we we go to these Pacers games. And my dad knows like every security guard of every back tunnel. Like, if, what's the point of all of that? I feel like all of my childhood led to this moment where I have to use connections in Indianapolis to sneak in a back door to sit in the upper deck to watch Mark Few and Scott Drew battle it out for the right to. You're have- totally right. That like the the Scott Drew versus Mark Few is just sounds great. It just got yeah. like a pop to it. Like it already sounds better to me than the Louisville Kentucky rivalry. Like I'm already gonna put that out. Baylor Gonzaga <laughs> is better than Louisville Kentucky in my mind. And the fact that you could be an indie and the fact that we would be coming off. I mean uh-huh. Titus and Tate are going to take Asheville just like we took Maui. Mm-hmm. It is a new state, it's a new city. We're gonna have a great Do you time think that's why that. they're not in Maui? Do you think did we forget to get Maui back? <laughs> I, we I took think, it and we didn't give it back. Is that I why think they're so. not we just had the Duke trophy at our house and we're just like, what do we do with this now? So we're going to take Asheville. And then I think yep. it's, e- it's easy enough to just take a road trip up to Indiana. Maybe yeah. we fly out of there. We'll see what happens, yeah. but we have a chance to be in that building. We have some yeah, connections have, there. Yeah. You have your Indian connections. We have yeah. some big media connections. They just don't know if they're going to let Jay's in there. And if they let the Jay's in, let the Jay's in, we're going off. We got to figure out. out. We're asking so many questions. Uh, good programs are good coaches. That's what mm. you got to ask yourself. Mm. Is Baylor, is it is Baylor even a good program? Is it a good yeah. is Scott Drew a good coach? Yeah. Is Gonzaga a good program or a good mm. is Mark Few just a good coach? Yeah. We don't know. Few and Drew or me out. and you. Yeah, everyone's trying to figure <laughs> yeah. that out. So many questions. Mm-hmm. Uh we're gonna get those answers December 5th. In all seriousness, I love that they're doing this. Uh all the coaches around college basketball, and I say all I'm painting with a very broad brush, uh, kind of on purpose, just because I'm trying to stoke the flames here. But uh, all the coaches in college basketball seem to be cowards as the scheduling is happening right now, which is to say it feels like everybody's canceling anything. And any every coach that's looking at a non-conference game against another power conference school, they're yes. trying to get out of it. They're trying <laughs> yeah, to weasel Louie out of they're it. They're like, uh, have you ever heard of two words, force majeure? Force majeure. Play the card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's it's – it, it's refreshing that that few and Drew are. Mm. God, that just rolls off the tongue. I feel so I love good. It. Uh, it's refreshing that they're stepping up. Is that the new podcast? The college yeah, basketball few and Drew. This is. It's refreshing that they're like. This is what America needs right now. We need because uh, because in all seriousness, I am a little worried that like you and I are going to be shot out of a cannon when college basketball starts. We're going to be so excited, and then we're going to look up, and it's just basically like Duke versus Elon mm. and. Nebraska versus like some D three school in Nebraska, and that's like the Duke only won't even play on. Elon. Duke put out like their their uh, pitch for their invitational, whatever they're going to call it. The the yeah. Black Lives Matter invitational is what Coach K had pitched out originally, and like they didn't even invite North Carolina Central, which is also in Durham <laughs> yeah, and at HBCU right and right down the road. Didn't like they invite Howard, play. and they're not even going to play Howard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. like they're like Howard will be in the event, but we will not be playing them because they look like they might be good. Uh, it's the preseason, as you guys know. Uh, I do think that, like you said, we're going to be in our own tunnel of enjoyment because we're going yep. to be in Asheville with Providence and North Carolina. And, hey, here's a scoop for you. Fingers crossed, Indiana possibly may back out of the Asheville Invitational. Fingers crossed. Wait, and, what? Yeah, exactly. There's your scoop for you. 
Archie Miller. Uh, saw that video, of Chris Mack, and was like, "What's he's going a, on here? I need to, Archie's I need to do a, it." <laughs> he's a force majeure guy. I never, see, I never pegged him as a force majeure. He, guy, he but... may be forcing his majeure, but uh, we're <laughs> fingers crossed that he doesn't. But like, we're, we're gonna have this great funnel to walk into, right? Of fun and good basketball. We're gonna be in Asheville, and then if we go to Banker's Life, we got one versus two. Like yeah. that week for us is gonna be great. So it would be so we, great. We need yeah. to stay positive vibes only in our own tunnel of good college basketball and not watch the Duke Invitational because that yeah, seems yeah. like a mess. Yeah, Duke has canceled. Uh, they've officially bailed on Atlantis. They are forced, yep. they're, they are uh, uh, building, as you said, their own little, I don't know, are they calling it a black light, a social justice? That was the, that was the, that first was the idea. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. North Carolina <laughs> Central's not invited. <laughs> exactly. Everyone, everyone's confused. Yeah, Winston-Salem State, um, there's a lot of teams that were like, Some what? other updates. Arizona and St. John's have pulled out of the preseason NIT. Uh, there is no word on whether they will pull out of the postseason NIT. Um, we'll, we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, <laughs> wow. Sean Miller fans are upset. Wild bags. I apologize. Uh, the Emerald Coast Classic is officially canceled. And I think I speak for all of America when I say, Come on. Wait, wait what? <laughs> yeah, what What's the Emerald Coast Classic? In all seriousness, I do not have an answer to this. I'm going to look it up after I ask you this, and we're going to guess together. Because all I saw was a headline that the Emerald Coast Classic was canceled. Where is the Emerald Coast Classic played, do you think? I, I got to say New Jersey. I, I'm not sure. What is the uh, Emerald Coast Classic? I'm going to say. I don't know. I know the Emerald New City. Like, the, like Atlantic City is your guess? Yeah, yeah somewhere uh, up there. Exactly. I'm going to say like off the coast of Delaware. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think it's got to be in the <laughs> south. I think it's going to be like off the coast of like Georgia. Or Are there, are there things off the coast? Like what's Savannah? What's Savannah, Georgia? Is that the Emerald Coast? That, that doesn't sound like that, that can't be right. What, let me look this up. Look it up because I, I know no, the Emerald I've, City. I don't know the Emerald Coast. And I would Emerald like to know the Emerald Coast. Coast Classic. It's not Myrtle uh, Beach. That's all we can say. Emerald Coast that- Classic is an eight-team college basketball tournament hold during the- – Destin, Florida. <laughs> Florida. And that, well, that's that's, that's good- the panhandle, right? That's like over by yeah. – yeah. Yeah, Destin is a spring break destination that's, as well yeah. uh, for NC State kids. and uh, A lot of yeah. Indiana kids too because it's just yeah. like you just drive basically straight down and go to Destin. Um, yeah, whew, what, a, what a loss <laughs> that's going to be to not have that one. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, the Cayman Islands Classic is officially canceled. Ole Miss was, pulled, uh, was, was supposed to be in that. They are now planning to host their own – MTE. Did you see this, by the way, that like MTE is becoming like an acronym that college mm-hmm. basketball people are using? What the hell yeah. is that? Who came yeah. up with that? What I a don't horrible know. acronym. I don't know. It, it really, that? yeah, I don't know who started it, but like <laughs> it's one of those things where you almost call the tournament. Really, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> well, well, you can't even like call anyone out either because once the, everyone starts using an acronym, you know, you have to do the thing where you have to look up that acronym and then you're like, what, wait, what? Dude, I saw, I saw Norlander use the phrase choops. He, he said, uh, for college hoops, he put <laughs> no, a C in front of hoops. No, and he called it college, no. he called it choops. No, <laughs> yeah. and like I just I just want to call out all of our college media college basketball media brethren like no. we got to lock in. We're we're losing. You guys are losing it. We're all unraveling. Like we're using MTE and choops and tweets and it's like we got to we got to lock in boys. Like this is getting out of control. We can't well, be we can't be out there tweeting like What what did I just say? We have our own tunnel of college basketball. We have the Asheville Invitational leading into Banker's life. And that's yeah. all we can do. That's I all mean, we can do. Honest to God, we're we're we are like a month away from Matt Norlander finding a way to tweet MTE and Choops in the same tweet, and I think mm. like someone just got to take his phone from him before that happens mm-hmm. and have an intervention. This mm-hmm. is just getting going too far. Anyway, uh, Ole Miss is trying to host their own. Uh, MTE stands for multi-tournament. 
event or multi-team event, right? Event, Which is just a yeah. tournament. It's a goddamn yeah, tournament. Yeah, what are you? Yeah. Tournament is one word. Yeah, we just say that. Tournament. It does sound smarter though, and it also sounds like it takes a lot more to put together. <laughs> which I think is sort of the, the idea behind all this. Like everyone wants to know, everyone wants everyone else to know how hard it is. Everyone's like, it's not just that easy. You can't just pick up and go from Maui to Asheville. Yet it's happening. So I mean, that's the other part of this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll admit, I'm just going to tap my chest and admit that uh, I'm just jealous. I haven't come up with an acronym that everyone's adopted. Mm. So I got to, I got to mm. go to the drawing board. Uh, anyway, Ole Miss is trying to host their own little thing, which uh, you know, it's the, as I said earlier, this is this seems to be the trend. Is like these schools are just going to say. Let's build our own little bubbles. Let's invite all the local schools and beat the hell out of them. So, um, anyway, I don't know. I don't know what else there. Oh, Patriot League has canceled all their non-conference games. So it's Patriot League and Ivy League are where we stand right now. Of the two that are not going to play any non-conference games, they're they're basically just pushing it all to twenty twenty one. So there's that as well. Uh, what else do I have? My final note, uh, or my final big note for college basketball, is that there has been a decision amongst the ACC coaches, not to bring everything back to the ACC and the ACC coaches, but they have decided that collared shirts. Oh yes, good call. We need are, to talk about this. Are the presented attire on the sidelines? Mm-hmm. So no more red jackets, no more Roy crazy jackets. They will be wearing basically invitational apparel or Mike Bray apparel, depending yeah. on how you want to frame it. That is the I'm- ACC coaching attire, which I think is a progressive move. But I'm also really sad. I'm glad you brought this up because everyone is suggesting that Mike Bray was the one leading this charge because Mike mm. Bray's a casual guy. Uh, mm. We had him on this program, and he mm-hmm. was that was probably the best interview we've ever done. <laughs> Not because we were we did anything. You know it's what's so crazy? Awesome. I forgot that we had him on the show. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. how far <laughs> I am in the in the sauce of this whole thing. Yeah, best interview we've ever done, and it's not because we did anything. We just sat there and let Mike Bray be Mike Bray. Yeah. But everyone thinks it's him that's behind this. I would argue the opposite. I think Mike Bray has got to be upset about this because he's losing his brand. He's like, yep. I'm the guy that's casual. Now, if everyone if everyone's casual, is anyone casual? Mm. I don't think so. Mm. So I, I wonder who led this charge. I blame, I, no, I blame athleisure and it's Coach K. Mm. Coach K led this charge because like putting on a suit as Coach K at this age... That's not the most fun environment. That's not the best thing you want to do. I will say Coach K, uh, in a, Coach K doesn't look great in a polo. Coach K is made mm. for a suit because he's got the, he's got the Bill Self pot belly. That, mm. like, when he puts the, the jacket on and, and buttons up the jacket. When he tucks in the shirt and pulls in the polo, stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Smart. I don't know. I, I know I, who's not a fan of this, and that's Coach Roy Williams. And I think, uh, I think honestly, the whole triangle, North Carolina, as you saw, you know, there's a certain attire to North Carolina mm-hmm. basketball games and to, you know, just the, the, the coaching mentality of these people and, like, what represents the coach. There's, like, the khakis that are involved and, and, the, and the nice little sports coat to, you know, I rock just, around. I and just if that's taken this. away, I don't know. I don't I know what's I just thought of happen. this. What coaches – like, the coaches, I, I assume, are going to be – it's going to be mandated that they have to wear masks on the sidelines. Mm. We've seen this in football already, especially in the NFL with all the, the crazy masks that the coach – like Andy Reid, it looks like a – He's just mm-hmm. got like an astronaut's helmet on on the <laughs> sideline. Who is most likely to just go nuts with their mask? And I guess the ACC. I'm trying to think of like co- – I mean, th- th- that just the, came to the, mind. It's like we're going to see coaches. The answer is easy. I mean, he already showed it. Steve Forbes. <laughs> Steve I Forbes. mean, if that becomes his signature move, then that makes that video so much more epic yeah. because it's like when Coach Forbes is fired up, he'll throw that mask down. And yeah. he doesn't care. He'll take the technical. He'll yeah. take getting thrown out of the game, but he'll throw that mask down and send a message. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's the one. Tony Bennett is going to do just like a nice, classy uh, mm. like yeah. monogram. Ascot. Have on the side. Yeah, he's going to wear an ascot. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, like Huggins, I could see having fun H- with it. Huggins, Huggins wears a ski mask. He just zips up the, the <laughs> half zip all the way up over his nose. 
That's it. Jim Beheim doesn't wear a mask, and when he gets told why not, he, he just says, I'm just going to pick my nose the whole game and yeah. just keep my hand in front of my mouth. And he goes, who's at risk here? He goes, who's yeah. at risk here? He starts yelling at the media. They're like, coach, I guess you. That's what we're saying. That's, that's the whole point of this. That's what we're asking. Sorry. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> coach K is oh, excited mask, for that. Like Darth Vader mask. That should be Coach <laughs> <He's> K. <just> Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one oh cal cal would have i could see cal like having his branded like he's he's got just a big yeah. uk logo on his or like he has an nba logo yeah yeah like uh that's uh uh our boy eric musselman's doing that he's like wearing all the nba teams like he's yeah. like today's pacers day uh come to arkansas and i'll get you the pacers and he wears musselman like- musselman comes out he takes his shirt off he's wearing a polo he just peels the polo and ties mm. it around his mouth mm. and ties it behind <laughs> his head <laughs> that's that's musselman's mask that's epic. This is great i like yeah. this this is roy williams has the argyle mask like the north yeah, carolina argyle yeah alexander julian yeah that's the one he pulls up that's oh insane. man yeah this is this is gonna be fantastic someone's gonna I'd have to think about this. Yeah, like, like what? I don't know. All right, all right. I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel I, like we're missing some obvious ones, but yeah, that just came to mind as we were talking about fashion. I was like, yeah, all these coaches are gonna, and most of them are gonna like Jay oh, Wright and Tony Bennett fine. are gonna, are gonna try to become. Jay Wright and Tony Bennett are gonna lead into being like fashion forward, handsome, yeah, all that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. They're gonna have the uh, John Gruden like small mask, or or not, but John Gruden, the uh, Bill Belichick, where he had like the little like baby Bane mask, you know, where yeah. you're kind of like, is that covering all of your face? I guess it is. Also, is that an advantage? Leonard Hamilton's the other one. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Leonard that's Hamilton, he's gonna have the mock turtleneck on, and he's gonna fold it up he's one fold more. Fold up the mock turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's Sean Sean Miller is gonna have the closest thing to an Andy Reid mask. He's gonna have like a huge <laughs> astronaut helmet, and then he's gonna have fans built into it to keep him cool. Okay. Sean Miller is gonna be the guy that turns it into the what did the South Park guys call it? The chin diaper from yeah. the pandemic special last night. Um, Sean Miller is gonna be chin diapering it. He's gonna be like fined or told you got to mm. put your mask on Sean, and then he's gonna complain about how hot he's getting mm. in the mask, and like, it, and it's like Sean, come on. So then he's going to come back the next game with like a massive glass helmet <laughs> or he's got like a DJ he, or, or Sean Miller just gets so upset that the world is against him that he comes out with like the, uh, mm. the dead mouse. Is that the guy? Is, <laughs> yeah. that, is that a reference that works? Sure. Big, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a DJ head. Yeah. Sean Miller on the sideline. Everyone's like, who is that? It's like, I don't know. I think it's coach. Tom, Miller. Tom Izzo comes to a game wearing a football helmet. Cause he's uh he, he, he gets out the football, pre- the pads for practice and he's, <laughs> As he does every year, as we know with Tom Izzo. That's what, a fun, I was, what a fun little segment we just had right there. Yeah, I, I was trying to think about, like, of all the coaches, like, who's the one coach that will be like, I will not wear the mask. But not even because of any other reason, just because, like, it hurts their coaching style. And uh, I feel like it's got to be Mick Cronin. And, Mick uh, Cronin could be one. Stomp, stomping uh, around. Tom Crean. Tom <laughs> All right, Tom let's Crean, just end it there. Yeah, Tom Crean it stomping there, yeah. around. That's let's perfect. end it there. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, is that it? What I, th- I think we addressed everything with college basketball. I saw NCAA suggesting testing three times a week, and uh, yeah, th- th- this is this is worth bringing up because the NCAA has come out and said uh, they suggest all the teams test three times a week. That's a lot of testing. Uh, yep. I saw the Big Ten just signed a deal with whoever some pharmaceutical. ACC is doing three times a week. Yeah, so. whatever. So that, that's a lot of testing. But then it says uh, the NCAA's proposal is also that a 14-day quarantine for basically the entire team if there's a positive result, which, mm. as you might imagine, Tate, 
is going to be a problem if mm. you know i mean that it, that that basically that's that it, in college basketball that's a lot of games get packed into a 14 day window there so if one team tests by the way do we just cancel all the games i guess so i don't know or if, is that just a suggestion i don't know but i saw <laughs> they threw that out there and i was like ooh, i don't like that that one guy test positive uh it, 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 shut it, it down it, for two weeks it sounds like player safety in that you know whoever wrote yeah. that rule was like ooh player yeah. safety <laughs> and, and, and you know like upon review it's like well it's it seems like that's not gonna work out are you saying that's the uh once you use a, a playing deck of playing cards in the nba bubble you have to throw it away and sanitize it and use it exactly exactly no it, doubles ping pong that's one yeah, of those rules <laughs> it's it's like it's doing too much you know what i mean it's like just it, it's this thing where we want to make sure that we handle the situation as you know tightly as possible as yeah. we possibly can and control it as much as possible but like you said, I mean, it's the deck of cards thing where it's like, it sounds great in a vacuum or a bubble, but yeah. like, is it, is it possible? We don't know. Putting we'll a bow on all of this, uh, I guess the, just the, the news is that more teams are pulling out of things. More, <laughs> more MTEs are getting canceled. Uh, all these invitationals, <laughs> they're calling them invitationals, uh, are getting canceled, but the invitational, the, you know, the, the invites that are being sent out to these invitationals are being declined. So like, it, we're going from the the era of invitationals to now it's like the mm-hmm. the open it's like an mm-hmm. open it's the <laughs> where yeah. anybody who wants to sign up can come play somebody please come play we need mm-hmm. we need people to play should we start our own should we start our, a titus and tate open i mean it's in. like yeah whoever wants to play we invite you out yeah come uh we yeah. trick people we say do you want to be on tnt they're like that sounds like a great yes. platform um, and then we drop the news on them, like not that TNT when get when they get there, you know, like sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, here, here we should start our own. We should start our own MTE called the the Titus and Tate Open. It's open to every college basketball team. If you want to play in it, just let us know. You you can come play in it. And if and, and if you're scared, you're scared. You know what I mean? You're scared. And and honestly, all, like if you're the only say. team that signs up, you win. Congratulations. We'll yeah, get a trophy yeah. for you. You're the inaugural Titus and Tate Open champions. And that's how it works. Yeah. Chicago yeah. State and LMU are both trying to foul in right now. They're like, <laughs> yeah. let's get that win. Let's get that W. We love to see. It. Oh man. All right. Uh NBA thoughts before we take a take a quick <laughs> break. Uh NBA finals update. Uh it's over. It's Woo! done. The, congratulations <laughs> to the Lakers. Uh Boy, this is uh uh th- this is just a the, the wind has been taken out of our sails mm. very very quickly. The Lakers, as it turns out, are inevitable. That was a question I posed to you, um, and it just I I'll say it. Just give the Lakers the trophy and let's go home. I think everyone wants to just end this thing. It's the, it was the lowest rate game one was the was the lowest rated NBA Finals game in the history of the National Basketball Association. I have a feeling, and I should I should tack on the words so far to that because I have a feeling <laughs> games two, three, and four are going to get worse. Everybody's hurt on the Heat. The Lakers mm-hmm. are already much better than the Heat. The only way the Heat had a chance was for, they had to be a little lucky, not like super lucky, but they had to be the ones that make shots, and they had to have a couple <laughs> breaks go their way. The exact opposite happened. The Lakers <laughs> yeah, made yeah. everything. All yeah. the Heat players got hurt. This is this is a nightmare for the Heat. It's over. What are we yeah. doing? It's over. It, it, it's funny because going into the series, I would just say this, it did seem as if everyone wanted to give like their concession as to why the Heat really had a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like the... Uh, but if Bam, you know, gets going against AD, if Drogic is, you know, dropping 27 a game, if Jimmy's able to, yeah. you know, handle down the stretch against LeBron. And it's like, those are a lot of ifs <laughs> to yeah. lead to success. And like, 
it just seemed like in game one, right? When, Bam, when Dwight did what he was supposed to do, Dwight gets Bam in foul trouble and then gets him out of the game by, you know, basically roughing him up. I mean, that sign still delivered. Uh, I mean, from there, Drogic, he has a plantar tear, and, you know, that apparently is better than plantar fasciitis. I'm no doctor, but apparently he will have maybe more of a shot to come back because it's not some chronic thing with fasciitis. It's just an actual tear. We'll see what that looks like. The thing that really irked me, and this is like a basketball thought that I just have to like point out mm-hmm. to you. When Jimmy Butler turned his ankle the first time, I'm like, uh, I'm like gasping for air. I'm like, please just don't get hurt, man. Like, yeah. there's nothing worse yeah. than because one, I don't even want that for LeBron. Like, I don't want people to have the the talking point of like, well, Jimmy got hurt. And I, last year with the last year with the the Raptors. Yeah, it, exactly. Like that, that's uh, 2015 is another example right. of that with right. the Warriors. Like it just it just never fun. It's like that. But as a basketball player you see someone turn their ankle i'm thinking all right wrap that ankle up or put on high tops right like i I mean like it's like that's just like a simple thought i'm like all right i turned my ankle like either i want to tape this up or i'm going to put on high tops and then not you know third quarter jimmy's coming down he like stops and he rolls his ankle all the way (laughs) over again and like yes i'm like hurt and i'm like god i can't believe this happened but also there's like a little bit in the back of my mind where i'm like can someone tape this man's ankle? Yes. And like, I love Kobe to death, but like, why are we all wearing low why tops we, right yeah, now? Like, yeah. I, I mean, not to like sound like an old curmudgeon or whatever, but like that was immediately what was in my mind. And I mean, I know obviously injuries suck and everything, but uh, I wish that someone after the first ankle turn would have grabbed Jimmy and said, dude, let's tape that ankle. No, it's a fair point. I, I couldn't play basketball in low tops. There's no way that, that, it, it, it's like a new it's like, like a new understand how Kobe made that it. cool to sell shoes. And I think like yeah. it, it, it like did like the next version of that which was like then it was the thing to do like kd had low tops and like when he tears his achilles he's wearing low tops and i'm like i, I, I you know what i mean like i hate to yeah. see this like i don't you know are, I mean? like, here's a question are low tops the new going vegan <laughs> <laughs> they they were before vegan that, that all the that. athletes are like "Ooh, i like that i should go vegan uh all of a sudden i'm cold all the time and i, I have no energy and i, I tear I, I all my it. muscles what's going on i i get it i get that it looks cool and i get that it's more comfortable to play in but i also like have this just weird because like yeah, my, i turn my ankles and stuff and i'm just like man that there's like a solution to that you know yeah no, yeah. there is like a practical solution, um, yeah. but you know that's that's my old man moment of the day. No, uh, I, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, I don't think it would have. I don't think, I don't think it would have changed. I could, yeah, I I I, uh, I I still believe in the. I, I still think that he can win a game because he it. It could go six. I've boxed I've boxed myself into to the make shots jokes, but like if the Heat get hot and mm-hmm. the Lakers, the Lakers like uh, in the bubble and early rounds in the playoffs, they couldn't hit shit. So like. Mm-hmm. You get a game where Danny Green's missing everything and, and KCP's not hitting and all that. Like, of course, the Heat can win a game. I mean, KCP saved him in the first quarter. I mean, yeah. it, look, it looked like the Lakers but, were kind of struggling to find their footing. KCP hits back-to-back threes. There's a timeout for the Heat, and the Lakers came out and just basically throttled them from there. There was the one the one play I remember. There's like a scramble for the ball, and Danny Green just bends over at the three-point line and picks it up and throws it up as the shot clock was winding down and made it. And I just <laughs> – it's plays like that that, like, if the Heat were going to win the series, those had to go their way. Mm-hmm. And also, and slash or the injuries had to swing their way. Like that was a scenario I brought up when we were talking about the uh, odds on the last show of yeah. of MVPs and whatever. I said the the Lakers are better. They're the better team, but they're top heavy. And like maybe there is a world where LeBron twists his ankle or AD pulls his hamstring and he's out for a game or out for like what that would fundamentally alter 
what the Lakers it's, are. And, and it's still possible. Like we're still talking possible, about, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it is just one game. Like, I mean, but instead, I, the yeah. opposite is happening where like all the heat guys are getting banged up. They're not making shots. Duncan is getting just face guarded by, uh, KCP uh, did KCP. a great job with him. Yeah. He, he's just like, you um, will not touch the ball without my hand directly. Yeah. Which and, is, if you've ever played the YMCA after being hot and then some guy on the other team decides that his whole so job harsh, is just yeah. going to guard you, you're just like, man, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I just want to go home now. I thought I was having Dude, a great day. Uh, the absolute worst. It's the There's worst. nothing yeah. worse than being face guarded at the YMCA. That is, yeah. I mean, like, it feels cool for like 10 seconds because you're like, they respect the shit out of me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, I've like, earned the respect of the I've earned the respect. And I'm wet. And now, but, then, but now I have to work hard. Yeah, but now, <laughs> and also, like, you're playing with a bunch of guys. Like, no one on your team is, like, trying to get you the ball. No one's, yeah. like, no one's like dedicated to, like, setting screens for you to get open and all that. So, it's yeah. just, like. So, you're, you're just out of the game. Yeah. You're just, like, out of the game. You're, like, well, fuck <laughs> it. I guess I got to get my cardio in now. Like, this is so yeah. stupid. <laughs> then, I, then I get a bad attitude. I start playing defense yeah. really hard. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just, like, from there. <laughs> then I go put my high tops and then, on. And then fast forward about an hour and a half later, I'm punting the ball across the gym. Yeah, and I'm exactly. saying, screw all you guys. <laughs> I hate yeah. you all. <laughs> yeah. Should have never played today. <laughs> the oh, man. So uh, the Lakers now. So Dragic and uh, Bam Adebayo are, are doubtful. doubtful. For, mm. By the way, Bam Adebayo, uh, when did we th- – this happened when he was at like, Kentucky. When did people – why did people call him Adebayo? When did the U get tacked onto his name? I just like noticed that like I don't know who I was watching this. They just kept calling him out of Bayou, and I was like, "This has been going on for so long. Like, you think the guy at some point would earn the right to have his name pronounced correctly?" Well, it kind of reminds me of like when Marquette was making their run with Tom Crean, and this is the shout out to Tom Crean when they're making their Final Four run. Everyone in my circles was calling like you would hear someone they'd be like, "Man, that Dwayne Wayne, that Dwayne Wayne, Dwayne is Wayne, so, Dwayne yeah. Wayne, yeah. like Dwayne Wayne is so good." And like I remember, like it took me like a second, like the first time I saw the back of his jersey, and it was like Wade, and I was like, "Man, what? people are so <laughs> stupid!" Like, <laughs> like these are my friends, so it's like I, I feel like that had to do with Bam, right? They, Bam like, out of Bayou. Yeah. yeah, they didn't know how to say his last name, so they're just. Like, uh, I, it doesn't really feel like that hard of a like a lot of the Croatian guys. The the. Uh, yeah, the itches, guys, yeah, the yeah. itches are they trip people up, and I get that a little bit. Like at this point, we've had so many of them that it shouldn't be. Well, Pulisic, Pulisic ruined it. Pulisic ruined it. But yeah. how does out of bio is easy? I don't understand how that's yeah. hard. Like, why are people say? I, and I'm not thinking uh, uh, anyone listening to this. I'm not thinking of any particular person. So don't. Uh, you know, yeah. don't, 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 don't go tweet this you Cassie, Cassie yeah, yeah, you're like tagging like some NBA reporter. You're like, yeah, Titus is killing you. Just in general, I notice a lot of people call him out of Bayou. And Dwayne I, Wayne. And that happened that's, at, yeah. at, at Wisconsin, at, at Kentucky as well. And uh, I don't know. That's kind of funny. Uh, the Lakers, though, are now uh, our, our, our buddies at Fox Bet, our, our company men. They are now minus 1,400. What were they? Mm. Like minus 300 or something? Minus whatever it was, then now it's mm. already minus 1,400 to win the series. Like, in the snap of a finger, all of America said, all right, that's enough. Let's go home. Let's, the yeah. bubble thing is fun. Yeah. And I think, I think that my final point would be, I think the Heat have a chance to win a game or two uh, just because, as I said earlier, I kind of already hit all those points. But I think it's going to be a sweep because ultimately, like, the Heat are going to lose game two. They don't have Dragic and Bam. They're just going to be out, man. They have no answer whatsoever for, for LeBron and, and AD. They can't slow mm-hmm. either one of those guys down. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose game two. And then I think that he – I'm not going to say they're going to quit, but I'm going to say they're just going to let nature run its course. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to look around. They're going to be like, we've been here for three and a half months, whatever the hell it is. I miss my family. I miss being home. We're not going to win. We, we made the run. finals. We and did I think, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think I, I, I agree with that hundred percent. I think like in the world of LeBron James, the one thing that I think that LeBron James has done for legacy more than anything is make getting to the finals an accomplishment. Yeah. And like, as far as like career for people, right. You can say like, yeah. I got to the finals and then right. people are like, man, that's impressive. Like that's, that's really cool that you got to the finals. It used to be like, Oh, the same way, and the same yeah. way Tom Izzo did it with final fours. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just write it out for him. I have to win the title. Just get to the final four and, and celebrate. I mean, Loyola did it, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like that, that's the way to do it. You get there, you high-five everybody, you say, look at us. Now, I didn't expect and then, this. And then they're and like, then, you have to play two more games. And you're like, huh? You're like, <laughs> and and prepare my team? What? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Um, yeah, I think that's where we are in the series. I hope that the Heat can win one or two games. I think yeah. that they definitely can't. Hero and Duncan can't play much worse. And I think the yeah. Lakers can't shoot much better. Um, but like you said, that still doesn't, uh, you know, put in the equation that they have two of the top five players in basketball right now. Yeah. So nobody else has that. And poor Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and Gorin, like they could do all they could to to try to match that. But the fact that AD, like when Bam got in foul trouble, they put Iggy in at the five. And then like Anthony Davis is like, now I'm the five. Yeah. It's like the fact, <laughs> the fact that it's like Iggy going against AD. I'm like, this seems a little bit unfair. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it, it all favors the Heat. Or all favors the Lakers. And all favors the Lakers. Pour, pour one out for the Heat. Once again, we, we strap ourselves to the Duncan Robinson rocket and yeah. shoot us all the way to the championship where he gets absolutely destroyed. <laughs> it, it's okay, okay, Duncan. We don't blame okay. you, Duncan. It's LeBron. <laughs> He's a LeBron fan. Uh, we're going to take a break, come back, uh, do this five-star Friday thing we tried out and read your guys' uh, reviews and, and address whatever you got for us right for this quick break to get aware from our sponsor Coors Light these mm. days it seems life forces us to be on all the time but every now and then it's important to stop and reset that's when you reach for a Coors Light it's mountain cold refreshment and it's made to chill Mark Titus that's what we do every single time that we get done with the podcast we just crack a Coors Coors Light Coors, Coors Light has been a revelation for, er, <laughs> revelation I'm sorry for uh for me for this summer just uh going mm. to the beach slamming Coors Lights the, I'm I'm not giving up on the beach by the way I I'm still going I know the calendar mm. says October uh the Coors Light the mountains they say it's blue and it's yeah. time to it's time to throw them back on the beach uh, and the, and the temperature says a hundred so you might as well <laughs> go out to the beach well. because my goodness <laughs> what is going on here uh Coors Lights want you to know that no matter what sport is on this fall Saturdays are your time to chill even if your team isn't playing this year there are still plenty of teams and sports on TV that can give you the excuse to chill and drink a beer it doesn't matter what team or sport is playing Coors Light is the official beer of watching any sport or any team just drink beer. So flip through the channels, find a sport, and crack open a Coors Light. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you hit the reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get the Coors Light, the new look, delivered straight to your door at GetCoorsLight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Back to Titus and Tate. All right, we are back. Titus and Tate, mm-hmm. it is Friday. This is a, uh, a new segment that we want to try out. Titus, you reached out and you said that we need to get the algorithm back on our side. Yeah, the uh, algorithm the, is yeah. <laughs> the, the algorithm for people that don't know. If you were in the podcast game, and Mark Tyus and I, we we were told this the first time that we ever went number one. Uh, that yeah. it was it had nothing to do with the fact that we had a good show. It was because of the algorithm, <laughs> and it was and it was because of the reviews and uh, All, the comments that were coming in. Nothing to do with the show. Had every ounce of success we have ever had in our lives. <laughs> Is because of the algorithm, Tate. We yes. have not earned it. Do not. Our tattoo on our <laughs> chest does not say. It doesn't say earn, not given. It says algorithm, not earned. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Tats- Thank God you. bless the algorithm. Um, 
Yeah. So, so also we just wanted to, to shake things up. So, uh, every Friday we're going to do this, leave a five-star review on Apple and, uh, ask us questions. To, it doesn't even have to be questions. It can be topic. Be it like, can be comment, it, top five, do whatever, yeah. whatever the hell it is. It's your, it's, it's our version of the mailbag. Leave us five-star reviews. Um, make fun of us do whatever it is we'll, whatever we'll, we'll it is and like stuff. for the most part people have been nice people have been kind in our mm-hmm. five-star reviews they've had nice things to say they had nostalgia for you know the cheat up days the osp days yeah, whatever it may be. What, yeah. what is the best iteration of our show do you think i think it's definitely the the one that's furthest away so definitely yeah. teed up, teed up that, yeah. that's a uh, that's how it works i know? think the best iteration was <laughs> the ones where we, we weren't even talking to a microphone we were just like <laughs> drunk at the the who, whose party was that at the that was the Grayland's R.I.P. party. That was the Grayland R.I.P. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yield rustic. It's me, you. Jacoby uh, was there. Jacoby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Jacoby was about to fight me because he's like, "Bill Simmons hired you. I'm gonna kick <laughs> your ass." I'm like, uh, "What? <laughs> huh?" Jacoby pulled me to the side and like apologized to me and told me that he's not going to leave ESPN and I was like yeah no shit Jacoby you have your yeah. own show with Jay yeah like, yeah you're, you're <laughs> like, about to be on like, TV he's like sorry man I think I'm gonna stick around and I was like uh yeah duh <laughs> yeah you're like but about me what are we yeah, do? what yeah, am I doing oh <laughs> uh, fun times all right uh so anyway enough of that let's get into it what do the people want us to talk about today the people uh the first guy up or, or or we don't even know him it could be a bubble the the tag name is bubble it up and in the you know the headline is five star friday and the response slash question that comes out is easy and simple it says can you guys get back to doing good guy bad guy bad guy cow's guy kyle's guy and kyle guy and i'll just throw that question over to you titus can you can you give the people an uh, answer? i can't until what is it sunday that I'm yes yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Obligated to, okay okay that's right I, you can I'll, you okay. can right now I my day is Sunday Sunday's gonna be a big day because it's a that's a one year anniversary of a certain event in my life and uh, at that point uh, I'm gonna force majeure my way into bringing back good guy bad guy right yeah <laughs> the conversation can be discussed on this side this is on the one yeah, side yeah. that can discuss you're it. just talking yes. about along <laughs> yes <laughs> it is coming back and it's going to be better than ever we don't know exactly if it will be one-to-one what you saw previously but the good guys the bad guys they will all be included the and greatest Kyle's guy Kyle's guy fingers crossed that be. segment like got so out of control and it became <laughs> it, it like swallowed the show alive where it was like it was supposed to be like a 15-minute segment and then it mm-hmm. ended up being like like we do an hour and a half show and that's the yeah. only thing we would do is the yeah. one segment we're like we just yeah. wrapped it up, right? That's it. And I was, it was so maddening for me because like I knew I was the one responsible for making it so long, but also mm. I wanted to like keep it tight and like move it along. And um, but then by the end of it, I was just like, this is great. This is I, I love this so much. I love mm-hmm. that every what was it every Tuesday we would do it, and it yeah. was just like this. This takes the entire show. This is hilarious. And, uh, and the best we just part kept of adding it. to it, we we had like forty five categories. By the, end. The, the best part too was like the the way that it came about was like I was doing GM Street with Lombardi, and we had uh, these segments that Bill and I had like come up for the show, and he was like, I like what you and Titus are doing, but you guys got to come up with some segments. Yeah, yeah. I wrote out like good guy, bad guy, whatever, and like we ran it through it. I think we did like a show with it and i like sent it to bill and he's like what the hell he's <laughs> like no go back go back to the other thing like revert uh, that oh, we, should, so we should do we should do a regular kyle guy update we should just like call kyle mm. guy wherever he's at in the world uh 
that's well, how old the segment was. We didn't even know who Kyle got. Like we didn't know Kyle got personally. Now hang on a sec. We didn't know him personally. Yeah, but yeah. We, but we, we, we knew obviously was, knew yeah. who he was. I mean, we made the segment about it. But I'm just saying, like the the growth of that relationship, we could possibly have Kyle what, guy call. What him if the Kyle guy segment is uh, as I continue to grow my hair out until <laughs> we get back into the studio, we call Kyle guy <laughs> for man bun advice for myself, and I'm just like, there you go. We just have him on. We're just like Kyle bun guy. guy. Yeah, bun guy. <laughs> Perfect. It's as it's as simple uh, as that. That's how the segment goes. In uh, a word. To answer the question, yes. 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 Yeah, yes. We're bringing it back. Yeah. yeah. Simple right. as that. Uh, another right. another five star Friday review we have here. This one's coming from Fun Knee Guy. Uh, this is um, <laughs> funny guy. Two, two words. Fun Knee Guy. Good guy, uh, bad be, guy, could, funny guy. <laughs> could be could be funny guy. Uh, the headline is UCLA head coach Mick Cronin. This is mm. a nice uh, tip of the cap mm. to you, Mark Titus. One of your favorite things to point out to the world. And Fun Knee Guy says, my favorite podcast of all time. That's that's mm. very sweet and very kind. Been listening since the tail end of the teed up days that's mm. how you know that they're a real fan mm. the conversation following tate revealing his grade in the fake unc classes had me hooked uh, when <laughs> osb ended and there was no replacement i went back and listened to every teed up episode i had missed Titus and tate have great chemistry and listening to them makes you want to hang out with them oh this is this is so this kind is nice. funny guy thank you i'm in i'm in la oh no now it gets, oh, no. Now it gets dicey oh, so who knows i'm not often in the marina sailing though Mark Titus says, mm. uh, in the OSP days, the guy segment had good guy, bad guy, Kyle guy, Kyle's guy, Cow's guy. Were there any others or was that all of them related? When is that segment coming back? Oh, we, have a theme. We, we have a theme. We have a People theme. People want it back. That's, yeah. I mean. Uh, look, I just had yes. to read that one because it was nice. and uh, That was a nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're bringing it back. So same answer. Yeah, same yeah, answer. Same it's coming back. And if you also- see us in LA, you can't hang out with us, uh, you know. <laughs> potentially we'll see we'll see how COVID come sailing yeah out. we should do it we should do a uh we should do some sort of, i should do like a fundraiser for my uh <laughs> scholarship and the grand prize is you come on a sailboat with me. i gotta see how much money you're making <laughs> with the scholarship based on cameo and all these other things you're pitching <laughs> it's like we're getting close to fire fest potential with this whole thing all right next up we got a uh, five-star friday from nick texas a&m 15 Ooh, Shout all right today, yeah, buzz williams he coached uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Buzz yeah. Williams. Johnny Manziel. Let's throw I out some more Texas I just want to point out people, yeah. Buzz Williams. Just again, just as a reminder to everybody. First of all, you, Mick Cronin is the head coach at UCLA. I want to remind mm. everybody of that. Uh, he's in play. I'm hearing murmurs about maybe him being the Clippers head coach. Maybe. Wow. Potentially. Wow. I'm hearing these murmurs. Uh, they're coming from myself as I talk to myself. <laughs> I am murmuring. The toilet, but I am murmuring. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, Buzz Williams, just as a reminder, he's cooking up something. I just want to remind everybody that do not take Buzz Williams lightly. Like he's mm. he's 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 got a plan. He's got a plan. He is Dr. Dre in the lab right now. When uh, uh, he's about to come out with "Forgot About Dre" and mm-hmm. just ether everybody. That's that's yeah. what Buzz Williams is going on right now. And Jimmy Iovine's sitting there and he's like, "Man, another one." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, got him again. Uh, and Nick says, "Texas A and M 15. Why you guys? No, why did? Why you guys uh, leave the ringer? Oh, that's a good one. It's a good question, Nick. Great question. Hadn't people been asked have been asking. People, people have been, been asking. asking. Titus, can you cannot you cannot comment? I cannot comment on this one. Uh, I again, I can't. It's uh, I'll revisit it on Sunday. I'll just yeah. Say that and, and look, and out of respect to Titus, I will revisit it when he revisits it, and uh, and we will revisit it together. But spent four years there. Started 30 podcasts. I'll say this. A lot Uh, of fun. uh, I'll talk about Mike Miller, though. Uh, So when Mike (laughs) Mike Miller was assistant coach at Memphis, and then Mm. he quit that job and doesn't seem to have anything lined up. And if you were to tell me Mike Miller did that because 
uh, he found out he was getting severely underpaid and <laughs> thought mm. maybe I could go get paid somewhere else. I would, I would be like, good for you, Mike Miller. Yeah. Great job, uh, so, Mike. Yeah. Good job, Mike. I'll say that, but I can't, <laughs> I can't speak on my situation at yeah. all. I, yeah. So you funny, can't, so. you just can't, I won't, I won't do you it. You won't do it. All right. Five star, <laughs> five star Friday. We'll see if we answer that question one day. Turn 2017 comes out headline five star Friday said, if you compared your show to a college basketball team, what team would that be? Oh, this Second is a good question. One. Are you a blue blood? No, 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 no. Definitely not a blue blood. Uh, we mm. are. This is a good one. Oh, man. Let's figure this out. This might be the last one. We should end on this. Okay. I think. It should be That's the last perfect. one. And we That's should perfect. save the Like, I'm sure there are more that came in, but we'll, we'll address yeah. those next Friday or something. Let's work this out. So I don't think we are a blue blood. I think we are a new to the we're new to the party. We are, we're good enough to win the title, but we're not a one seed. Like, like mm-hmm. I would put us, like when we're on, we can be pretty good, I think. Uh, I know who we but, are. But we're not I, I know who great. we are. We're not consistently I, great. I know who we are. I know who are we? <laughs> I want to see, see who you think we are because I know who we are. I'm trying to figure it out because I think we're... Everything you've said so far, I agree with, by the way. Are we and Baylor? It, yes! <laughs> yes! We're Baylor! Yes, we are Baylor. Yes. We're Baylor. We were ranked 100%. like Baylor was ranked number one, but it was the mm-hmm. algorithm. That's the whole reason Baylor got up to number one. Of course. That's the whole reason we got up to number one. And, and when um, you tell someone about Baylor basketball and they're like, what about it? They're like, I, I don't know. You just got to get know in there. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, like, you just got to get in there and see what's going on there. It's simultaneous. It's but the only thing is like the media loves Baylor. Like college basketball media love Baylor. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think we're beloved. I think we're kind of the bad boys if I can say so myself, but. I think I think that we time, yeah, we we were beloved at least by Gary Parish and Matt Norlander, which we appreciated. That that was but a the moment. fans, the fans, fans hate, college fans basketball hate, fans yeah. kind of hate Scott Drew, and they kind of you know they probably hate us too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, to I think I think we're Baylor. I think I, we're Baylor. Baylor makes a lot of sense actually. Like we're good enough to beat anybody, but we're never like you're, you're not going to trust us. Mm-hmm. You're not going to trust us to like hang with the big boys. Um, but who yeah. knows? In five who knows? years, you might. You stack us up against like the right, like on any given night, we can bring the heat. Mm-hmm. We can if we have a good, good guy, bad guy, cow guy segment. You're <laughs> like that was that was really good. Yeah. And then you turn on the next show and you're like, God damn, what are these guys talking about? <laughs> uh, and that's Baylor losing to like TCU at home. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we are Baylor. Yeah, that's us when we do a baseball show and you're like, I thought it's a basketball <laughs> podcast. What happened? <laughs> I think Baylor oh, is so shit. perfect. It's so Baylor good. Is like, perfect. A, as you were describing it, I was like, we're Baylor. And I didn't even know that that was the answer And uh, until I did. So are we, are we a good program or a good coach? That's the question. <laughs> I think that we are a good program and we have a good coach. I think we have, we have both. Coach. We have both. We're in a good spot with Fox. Uh, it's all working out. Yeah, Baylor. That's that's hilarious. We are Baylor. That's hilarious that we're both on the same page about that. We're Baylor. It's a great question. Oh uh, man, I like that fun segment. We'll uh, we'll we'll revisit the ones that we missed this week, and uh, I don't know. Add more to it. Keep keep sending us. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Go in there and make this next week. We will revisit. Why did you leave the ringer? And are you bringing back good guy? <laughs> okay. We'll do it again. Run it back yeah, next week. Yeah, every single week. All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Shoutouts, closeouts. What do we have? Uh, I just want to shout out Bam Adebayo's mom uh, coming to the NBA Finals. I know that Bam did not have a great game, but the fact that Mama Bam was in there, had the sign, it was like a nostalgic moment for like high school sports and uh, and just like that yeah. fandom. And it was so true and genuine and great. And I just want to shout out Mama Bam. So yeah. shout out Mama Bam. It, it did. It, it made it feel like uh, the AAU 
type thing that we thought this bubble was going to feel like. The, yeah. All the players are saying too, it just feels like an AU tournament, and that certainly having your mom. Or, or as Scotty Pippen says, it feels like a pickup game, and everyone's like, like Scotty, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it scotty i want to shout out the tampa bay lightning they won the stanley cup uh so first of all shout out to the nhl have have your thing going on like the the, the hockey hockey always lives in the peripheral of the american sports landscape yeah but especially canada. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay canada we call it canada tagline the peripheral <laughs> yeah yeah the peripheral welcome to that. canada we are the peripheral <laughs> But it's it, it was especially so right now because every sport on earth is going on right now except for college basketball. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, man, I really didn't know where we were at with the hockey thing. But I look up one night, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning are celebrating. They've won the Stanley Cup. And as it, as it ties into our show, because we are a college basketball show, mm-hmm. uh, the coach, whose name escapes me, I didn't pay that much of attention, the coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning was wearing a Virginia hat. And uh, I actually saw him on uh, SVP. SVP was talking to him. Um, and he brought it up, and he's like uh, – he, he brought up the Virginia hat because I was under the impression that the coach was a Virginia guy. As it turns out, Tate, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, not a Virginia guy. He says he's never even talked to Tony Bennett, knows not, doesn't know much about Virginia other than the fact that Virginia lost to a 16 seed, then won the title the next year via God's plan. Uh, and the reason that's relevant is because the Tampa Bay Lightning last year in the playoffs – were bested by my beloved Columbus Blue Jackets, who Ooh. were eight seed. The Lightning were one. They lost to an eight seed in the first round. And then they turned around the very next year and won the Stanley Cup. So he was like paying homage yeah. to Tony Bennett and Virginia. And he was like, we were inspired by their run. So Virginia, what I'm saying is Virginia just won another title. Mm. They won, that's two titles for Virginia. Uh, congratulations. Still current Tony. national champions yep, at yep. this very moment. People forget yep. that. Uh, shout Virginia out to- won the yeah. Stanley Cup is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. put, put Kyle Guy's name on the Stanley Cup. <laughs> We love that. We love that. Uh, I mean, this is a great moment for Virginia basketball and Virginia fans everywhere. Um, speaking of not great moments, Amir Garrett, uh, a, a guy that we love on this program, played basketball at St. John's. I'm watching the Braves game yesterday. It goes 14 innings, and like I, I don't watch baseball full games anymore, really. But I'm like, why not? I'm just sitting around here on my computer anyway, and I just have the game on the background. Listen to A-Rod. It's zero zero game. A Rod is talking all types of nonsense, talking about like what he would do in these situations, a hit and run, a sack mm-hmm. bunt, things that A Rod would never do. And yeah. in fact, if you gave him the signal, he would flick you off. Yeah, be, I'm swinging for him. the fences, bitch. Yeah, exactly. He'd grab his nuts and say, "I'm swinging for the bench. yeah, fences." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what we do. This is what I do. I'm A Rod. Uh, anyway, so he's doing that the whole game. So it was awesome. As a, Yan- a former Yankee fan who was annoyed by A Rod, I'm like, you know, watching this whole thing play out. And then our guy Amir Garrett gets called in. Uh, and it's like Amir Garrett time. He's going to close this thing out, you know, get this thing done for Cincinnati. Then it's a Freeman walk-off, and apparently he had done that early in the year, and they win this game. And uh-huh. I just want Amir Garrett to have, like, the Aroldis Chapman moment, like what Chapman did to the Indians last night. I want that to happen for Amir Garrett. I love Amir what? Garrett. So was it a walk-off person. homer? I missed no, it was the- a walk-off base hit. Just it was like just a easy. walk-off base hit. Yeah, yeah. just like uh, easy. No dog pile, by the way. Uh, which we talked about. You're not about. allowed you, to dogpile. Yeah. They wanted it. They wanted it. I can see it in the eyes of everyone. They're like, what do we do now? And they try to give like, you know, hugs and everything, but they wanted the dogpile. But uh, the, the point being, shout out to Amir Garrett. He deserves better moments. I don't know how we get that, but he, he's going to go somewhere and have that moment in the playoffs. Well, and the, the Reds, the, that was just game one though. They, it's a best of three. So the Reds yeah. played it. They played again today. And uh, so he might be, oh no, that's nope. Nope. I'm seeing here. The Reds did not score again today. The Reds. <laughs> What is going on? 20 so, I, so don't blame Amir baseball. Garrett is what I'm saying. Blame 20, everyone else who can't hit. 
plus innings of playoff baseball, and the Cincinnati Reds did not bring a guy across home plate. Um, I'll say it. Woof. Mm. That is woof. Yeah. That is a big-time yeah. woof. That is a yikes. That is not Don't good. Don't blame Amir Garrett. The Cincinnati Reds have not won a postseason series since 1995. It is a sad state of affairs. <laughs> Ohio professional sports. Cleveland, again, loses to the Cleveland Yankees. Cleveland loses again. 1948 gets shown everywhere. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> That's rough. But the Minnesota, and meanwhile, the Twins are – like I feel like playoff baseball right now, by allowing all these teams in, uh, we're getting a lot of these tidbits of like – this is a record. This has never been mm. – the, the, the futility <laughs> here is something that is staggering. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, it, it reminds me of like – it's like the opposite of what the NBA bubble was where everyone was like shattering. Every game was like, that's the first time we've ever seen a 32-17-12 game from a guy 19 and a half or younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you're like, how did – who dug cool. that? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what we're getting with the, the baseball playoffs right now is you're like, and the Chicago Cubs lose. And that, of course, is significant because the Chicago Cubs have now lost. And you're like, holy <laughs> shit. If the Marlins <laughs> win, if the Marlins win the World Series, does everyone wipe it clean and just say it doesn't count? Because I feel like Dude, that's where we're headed. It the feels Marlins, because like- that, that might, that's one of the tidbits, right? The Marlins have never lost a playoff series. Yeah. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. Every time they're in it, they win the World Series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My Marlins scars go back to, to 03. Was the, Bar- the Marlins were the Bartman, uh, was the yeah. Bartman Cubs thing. Yeah. Pudge, and the Marlins- Pudge Rodriguez, yeah, at Dude, the plate. One the of the Marlins greatest won yesterday. They beat the Cubs 5-1. Um, yeah. Baseball is I'll, – I'll say this. What, depending on what happens with the Cubs, if the Cubs like lose tomorrow – they were supposed to play today, it got rained out. If the Cubs lose tomorrow, this baseball season was dumb and nobody cared, and mm. there's more important things going on in the world. We're living in uncertain times. It's mm. unprecedented, pandemic. Mm. Mm. Um, also a short season you got the dh what i'm saying is massive asterisk this doesn't even in fact i don't even i wouldn't even put an asterisk i would just strike the whole season just yeah. does not just, count just it's an it exhibition clean. season yeah. if the cubs win the world series count it <laughs> i feel what is your prediction by the way we, we didn't do baseball predictions what, what do you what are you sensing out of the playoffs right now i mean i am fingers crossed and i know it's going to break my heart but i i have my fingers crossed that this is the year that the dodgers finally win dodgers a world series and everyone's going to try to pull the it wasn't a full season yada 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 yeah. but i have the feeling Corey seager my guy north carolina mm-hmm. guy uh He's just been on fire. Had a great game the other night, or I guess it was last night. Um, so I'm I'm all in on the Dodgers. But like I said, the Marlins are the team that I think will win it. And then Derek Jeter is going to be like, I'm the goat. Like Derek Jeter yeah. <laughs> might literally just stand there with the championship. Like well, LeBron did in Miami, where he's just like, What do you want from me now? Uh, I fleeced the Yankees, my old team, and right. then I won a championship. If, Get out of here. If I know anything about the year 2020, I know that the Houston Astros are going to beat the Yankees in the ALCS, and then they are going to beat the Dodgers <laughs> in excruciating fashion and win the World Series <sighs> to the chagrin of every single baseball fan in this country. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is inevitable. And uh, Please don't I, that, let that that's happen. Path, that's just the path we're headed down. And Please boy, don't let that happen. I do not want that to happen. Um, Let's go. Anyway, Marlins. that's your baseball talk. There, there, there's us being Baylor again. <laughs> mm. Mm. Scott, Drew, Scott Drew yeah. can't coach. They're like, they finally figured out who they were, and then they lost <laughs> it just like that. Just like that's Baylor. us. That's <laughs> us throwing out the amoeba zone right there and like having no yeah. idea what the hell we're doing here. All right, other shout outs. Anything else? Doc Rivers to the Sixers. That's mm. news. We saw that mm. today. Uh, your, your prediction that he's going into television. Wrong. Hate to see it. He's, Hate to see uh, it, Doc. He wants to now be the scapegoat for the Philadelphia Sixers. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this is way worse. I forget where I had him on my final fraud power. Do, do I need to do a final fraud power <laughs> rankings once the Lakers sweep? I, I forget where Doc Rivers ended up, but uh, 
yeah i think he was number four number three number number four four. yeah Yeah. somewhere in that range and then i felt bad for he he was he's definitely a good guy of the year in the nba though no Mm -hmm. question about it Mm -hmm. uh like you said the way he was speaking up on all the social issues um and then he chokes a 3-1 lead and gets fired and all that 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 just has good guy written all over it yeah Um, yeah yeah dan tony was runner-up they were they were right there was yeah uh but yeah doc rivers to the sixers that is uh that is something that is going on in the nba um also Kyrie's comments today were uh were also a thing going on which like I don't really have anything else like Kyrie Kyrie Irving is so out there that like when he talks there's really nothing else to say you just like tweet the quote and then you just sort of just like that's it that's all yeah really you're like yeah let's see what this this turns into and I don't uh, I, I don't have anything else to offer that's gonna like dress that up and make it more interesting or anything else like he's just a content content machine on his own but yeah if you missed it he basically said the nets don't need a coach even though the nets do have a coach and his name is steve mm-hmm. nash mm-hmm. he's basically saying maybe maybe some games i coach maybe some games <laughs> yeah durant he, coaches yeah he somehow like you know how scotty pippen said it turned into pickup basketball kyrie irving took that and ran with it and he said yeah. you know what uh, some days I'm the coach in practice. Some other days KD is. And then he said, thirdly, some days Jack Vaughn, the coach Jack that just Vaughn got let go. <laughs> the actual coach was the coach in practice. He was the third one on the list. Uh, Kyrie also said that it was nice to know that he had a motherfucker on his team who could make mm-hmm. the shot, uh, not just him, which was a shot of LeBron. LeBron mm-hmm. comes out and trips back and says, I'm glad that I'm on a team where the other guy isn't jealous of me. Talking about Anthony Davis. And this is just... This is what we all wanted when Kyrie left the first time, right? We, we expected this to be drama. Um, Katie and Kyrie, I think, thought that this would be more dramatic than it is. I, I didn't take this interview and say, I want to hear what Kyrie has to say about no. LeBron's success. No. You know what I mean? It seems like LeBron has just, like, continued to elevate and obviously is back in the finals and about to win another championship, most likely. And, you know, Kyrie and KD are taking over the podcast space. So, I mean, and, and, and let me just say, as someone who was with KD early on in the podcast space, I was like, don't do it. Don't what, take, yeah, what, <laughs> what, get away from this. What college basketball team are they? It's the, it's the, it's the Kevin Durant podcast. Wake Forest. They were Wake Forest <laughs> in 2009, and they just got the number one seed with Jeff Teague and James Johnson, and they're like on top of the earth. And everyone yeah. else kind of <laughs> sees writing on the wall of what's going to happen. And you feel like this is just going to be, yeah. <laughs> they're talking is, to each other. They're like, Dino Gaudio's not even our coach. I'm the coach. And then Dino like, wait, wait a second huh what, what are you guys talking about oh <laughs> uh, that's fantastic um is that it is that uh is that all we got do i do we have anything else oh i had this i wanted Ooh. i wanted to do this um eh, i don't know if we need to do it <laughs> i was i was toying around so i was looking at a uh, uh okay so i i want to i, I l- let's do this i i just want to remind the, the listeners and i want to remind you because i was uh i was nosing around at like doing a little preview research for our college bat, like, you know, just kind of starting to get the wheels turning a little bit. And so I was looking at coaches, coaching changes. I was like refreshing my memory on coaching changes that have happened because we all know Rick Pitino's at Iona. We Mm -hmm. we know that. Um, Mm -hmm. But we're Tate, for example, did you remember that Bryce Drew is the head coach of Grand Canyon and Dan Marley was out? And now it's Bryce Drew. Like maybe you uh, did, but like you I know, did not. Like, oh, yeah, I, I knew right. Dan I Marley was out, but I forgot about Bryce Drew. Forgot that Bryce Drew. Did you, for example, realize that Andy Kennedy is at UAB? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, see, like that stuff like that. They're like, oh yeah, that's right. I, I remember <laughs> hearing that. But but the reason I wanted to bring this up is Billy Gillespie is the head coach at Tarleton State, a, a school called Tarleton State. To my surprise, Tarleton State has been Division Two for a long time. But they, they just hired Billy Gillespie, and they are making the jump to Division One. Mm. Uh, they are going to be in the Western Athletic Conference, the a.k.a. WAC. the WAC, Return of the WAC. Mm. Um, and so what I wanted to do here, because Tarleton State, 
first of all, like who knew that this was even a, an institution that existed, uh, mm. much less that there's a basketball program coached by a former head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats. But now they're Division One and they're in the WAC. When I think of the WAC, I still think of like Boise State and I think yep. of like San Diego State and I yep. think of Air Force and I think yep. of like all these schools. The WAC, as a refresher, had, these are former members of the WAC. All of these schools used to be in the WAC at one point. Arizona was in the WAC once upon a time, way back in the day. Arizona State was in the WAC. Utah was in the WAC. TCU was in the WAC. BYU, San Diego State, SMU, UNLV, New Mexico, all these schools, not at the same time, but they. Mm -hmm. this is the conference we're talking about. Yeah. And I guess what I wanted to do is wrap the show up by just pointing out how far the WAC has fallen by listing – I'm going to list some schools, and I guess if we want to turn this into a game, uh, you tell me, is this school in the WAC or is this not school mm -hmm. not in the WAC? And we start with Sacramento State. WAC. They're in the Big Sky Conference. Damn it. Tarleton State is a gimme. I had that on the list. <laughs> yeah, whack. Chicago State. Can't be in the whack. They're in the whack. Chicago no State way. is in the whack. <laughs> wow. The Western Athletic Conference, they're yeah, in the whack. Chicago State is in the whack. I guess the Midwest. Yeah, I guess. All right. Dixie State. It can't be in the whack. They're in the whack. There's a school called Dixie <laughs> well, State yeah. that's in the whack. Okay, well, they're not in the Western Athletic Conference. They got to change what whack stands for. California Baptist. Whack. They're in the whack. Okay. All right. I'm back. Now I'm back. Okay. Seattle Pacific. That's that's whack. That is not the whack. <laughs> okay. I, I think that's like a Division two school that I added to the list. Uh, Texas Rio Grande Valley. Whack. That's whack. That's whack. Okay. Uh, West I mean, Texas. It literally is whack that they are all in the whack. Yes. West Texas Lutheran. Pass. <laughs> that's not the whack. I don't. I, I think I might have made that one. I don't even know if that's a real school. But to recap. We went from having Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Ooh. TCU. We now have Tarleton State, Chicago State, Dixie State, California Baptist, Texas Rio Grande Valley, Grand Canyon. I mean, I mean, Grand Canyon is the best team in that. In that New Mexico, I think New Mexico State's in the whack. But boy, I just, I just wanted to call your attention because I don't think, I don't think America realizes how far the whack has fallen, and I think we need to save the whack. You and I have to save the whack. We, we need to do a fundraiser. I'm, I'm now on cameo. I will be doing cameos yeah, for a fundraiser to, uh, to save the whack. So, um, anyway, I just let's bring back out. the whack because we're, we're, I mean, we're West Return Coast the basketball whack. guys, and this is an affront to West Coast basketball that this is the conference, and and it's no shade to those schools. But uh, but game. at the same but in a much more real sense, it's a lot of shade to those schools. Like, yeah, what the yeah, hell? yeah, yeah. What happened? It, it's more shade to like who was managing the whack? Like what happened? <laughs> Who's in charge of the whack? What? Yeah. Is How did you let everyone go? Like, <laughs> it's what it is. Oh man, and that's your Pac-12 update right there. Oh, love it. Is that the show? Is that it? We'll be back next week. Yeah, let's do it. All right, see you guys next week.